0: The Hello Meeple's Podcast, brought to you by no one in particular, with your hosts, Russell and Jennifer. Hello Meeple's. All right, this is our, what is this, our second episode? This is episode two, and it's all about zombies. you You gonna make a zombie noise with me? <laughs> God, you're awful. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So there are so many zombie games. Um, Like even out of the big old pile that we have, it doesn't even touch the zombie games there are.
1: Yeah, Um, we really cut them down.
0: uh, No, no, we have not cut down on any games.
1: No, I mean, we picked a smaller selection for today's episode than what we actually
0: have. No, this is all of our zombie games for the most part. Fuck it then. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut that out, by the way, because uh, I don't want to label our episodes as explicit anymore. Um, I'll have to watch my own mouth. I'll be careful. Um, don't label them explicit, uh, because I, you know, if we have. I don't know. I'm just trying to follow the rules. And <laughs> I think if you have bad language, you got to label it explicit
1: but don't you it's kind of like on TV you can show so much or say so much before Well we
0: PG13 you get one F bomb so you just wasted it on like the whole episode. <laughs> we, oh, if we go one? by if we go by movie rules we have one F bomb to drop. Okay, well go how for.
1: much shit bitch and all that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. Are we talking uh are we talking, uh, satellite or cable? Because
1: I kind of <laughs> have a potty mouth, so. so... do I.
0: Well, you know what? We'll we'll try it. Whatever. Fuck it. So, um, yeah. So, zombies, kind of like a, you know, we could do a whole different episode probably on vampires, too, or something, you know, because, but I mean, zombies are kind of a core monster, um, but they've really been worked a lot over the last, like, couple decades, uh... The last 10, 15 years, I've seen zombies come back. I can remember watching um, uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, and I was like, oh, this is a cool movie. And then um, 24 or 24, um, 28 weeks or 28, day, 28 days later came out. And it's like, I can remember when the zombie fanaticism all started up again, and then we got The Walking Dead. And then all that kinds of stuff. And then now people are like, oh, my God, zombies are so played out. And I'm like, yeah, a little bit. Um, But everybody still likes zombies, you have to admit. Everybody still does. Yeah.
1: Our daughter, it is not played out for her. Like
0: World War Z every other other day day watching it. Um, There's still some great zombie movies that come out, too, though. Like uh, what was the one I just saw that was up that I'm totally going to have to watch again? Cargo. It was such a good movie. Um to- and like a totally different type of zombie movie. That's a great one. Even you'd like that one. It's a lot of like family stuff. in it. So, um, <laughs> but we have a big old pile of zombie games, and that's the cool thing about them is even though it's zombies, you know, it's like oh, how many things can you do with zombie games? Like all of these are still different. They still have something to them. Um, and
1: I like zombie games because a lot of them are co-op. It's, you-
0: it's <laughs> that's you true. You
1: a team versus. A bunch of zombies, and and I like co-op games. Yeah,
0: and I don't have to worry about you kicking my ass, and we have a better chance of winning. Although there's one in this pile down here that we still haven't won together.
1: No, I can
0: tell that drives you nuts because you want to play it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again.
1: Twice.
0: Yeah, but you still want to play it more.
1: Well, I do because I want to win. I'm a winner. You can't handle a game lose.
0: (laughs) You can't handle a game that you lose um, without playing it over and over until you finally figure it out and beat it um which was one of the tiny epic games was just like that kind of like the one of these that we have right here which yeah. is tiny epic zombies this was actually a christmas present um and i really freaking love the tiny epic games i do Me i like too. i want all of them we're still missing a few of them like the western one tiny epic westerns tiny epic galaxies there's um, a couple
1: of others that we've seen
0: we'll yeah And I'm like, Gamelin, they're the company that makes the Tiny Epic games. And they're like, they come in just this little box. Um, They're called Tiny Epic for a reason. But there's so much game in these tiny little boxes.
1: The first one that we got, I remember we were blown away by it.
0: Tiny Epic Kingdoms, I think, was the first one we played. And then we had Tiny Epic. um, I can't remember. It was Tiny Epic. Well, we started with a couple. We had Tiny Epic uh, Heroes, I think. And each one of them's different. We're probably going to do a whole episode just on the Tiny Epic Games, um, because there's so many of them. They're all different. They're all great. Uh, and of course, we have Tiny Epic Zombies, um, which we have played um, a couple of times. Uh, it seems like a kind of run of the mill game because you you have your you know your survivors trapped in a mall. You have objectives, but the thing is, there's so much replayability in this because. Um, you have, like, because it's Tiny Epic, like, all this stuff is usually on cards. A lot of the times it's double-sided. So you can, uh, you're, you're able to get different uh, setups and stuff. Like, the mall is always kind of shaped the same. And it's funny when you look at how the cards turn out. It actually looks like a mall. Um, and each card is a different store. And each store has two different sides. So, I mean, the, the cards will be different. The sides will be different. Um, you have, there's, like, what, what is there, like, 12 or so different characters you can be, and you only get to be one every game. So, I mean, you'll have different characters every game. Um, there's zombified versions of all the characters in it, so you, uh, that's kind of like... The other thing about this game is there's like five different ways to play it. Uh, the first time we played it was uh, co-op versus a zombie player, which is like the standard way to play it. Um, so you have a group of players that are playing against a zombie. One player is a zombie, so they're using the zombie side of one of the player cards. Um, And then there's what we played the last time we just played it, which was all co-op, like all co-op players versus a zombie AI. The game plays the zombie. Um, There's competitive players versus a zombie player. So like the players are playing not only against the zombie player, but each other. Uh, Then you have all competitive players versus a zombie AI. And then you have solo play, solo play. I think there's something there with a zombie game too. I'm going to have to trademark that. Um, and yeah, so there's like all kinds of different ways to play this, different players, different card setups. There's like a handful, like all kinds of different objectives. So every game is literally different.
1: Well, I think what makes this one so fun, and and I would say this actually about all the Tiny Epic, is their attention to detail. So it's such a small, small game. I mean, it really is. I think the Tiny Epics have gotten us to love and appreciate these smaller boxed games, but they have these little little weapons that you can attach yeah. to your meeple and our daughter loves these.
0: The they're they're not even called meeples in here. They're called item meeples because they're oversized meeples with peg holes in them that you can put your weapons in. Yeah. And it's like they're like, Oh, it's a reminder of what weapon you have. Let's be honest. It just freaking looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> so. And it's in
1: this little like six by four by one box, you know, one and a half. And yeah, just the attention to detail is really um, makes it a lot of fun. Also, you know, you've got the dice is a little different, which is kind of nice. Um, yeah,
0: you don't have like a, a dice with different numbered pips. Yeah, it's like has different like a zombie, like a couple different zombie faces and wound markers for whatever happens. Um, there's, I mean, yeah, you just you don't really know what's gonna happen. You search them. You're searching through the mall. You're trying to do all these different objectives, which could be. Finding survivors, finding a cure, rebuilding the helicopter, um, trying to like helping the military, whatever. Like, there's all kinds of different things. Like, no single game from this will ever be the same. The production value on it's really, really high. Like, even the box looks cool. Like, all of it. It's just a great game. Like, all the tiny epics, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We were playing this last night and, um, you know, I think at one point we were like, oh, we're shoe in to win. and It
0: didn't look that well. Like, there were some really close calls. There were some really. There's, the only way for the players to win is to complete the three objectives, which are random each time. But you lose if either. 15
1: million ways, it feels like.
0: Well, you lose if either the zombie player, whether it's the AI or a player, their, their draw pile runs out. Or if you run out of lives, essentially, the Courtyard Center starting space has, you know, your starting meeples, as well as two smaller meeple tokens that represent, like, extra survivors. Uh, and you can add or take away from that to make the game harder or easier. That was one of the ways to do that. Um, and anytime a player gets eaten, basically, um, they become a zombie, another zombie player card for the zombie character or AI, which makes it even harder because now they got more options and abilities. Um, but then you, that player has to draw another random character card and you lose one of those spare meeples out of the courtyard, which means your survivors dwindle. So if you run out of those, which the normal game only has two, so if you lose two characters and then your uh, barricade gets hit, knocked down to zero again, that's another way of losing. Um, so there's all these different ways to lose and we kept getting our barricade pretty low. And then we were like, "Oh yeah, this is so easy to win." We literally only won because after the last card is drawn for the zombie AI player, or the zombie player rather, but the, when the zombie side draws the last card, you have one turn for each player. And I just happened to have what we what was needed for the last objective and could jump in and complete it. But it was a close call game. It wasn't like an overbearing win, no, you know, which I like. I, I like. I like that. Like I like to win, but with a challenge and stuff like that, you know,
1: it's a good thing I can roll well, but then again, I'm so
0: used to losing that. It's just fun. Whenever (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with losing, Hey, we played a game,
1: but it's a good thing that I can, I was rolling as well as I was last night when we played this, because we had to quarantine. Was it five zombies? And our daughter almost died died multiple times times trying to do it.
0: (laughs) our third player. So, um, but we have even a smaller game, Smaller Box, which is literally just cards, and it is appropriately called Card of the Dead. Um, this is a, this is one like a Tiny Epic Zombies kind of has like the Walking Dead art feel, you know, with just like a little more comic bookish to it. Yeah, I know The Walking Dead is also a comic, um, which I've read all of, by the way. I think they ended it great. Um, but Card of the Dead is a little more colorful, a little more comical. Um typical stuff about trying to, you know, get out of the city, survive the zombies, but it's all just it's 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 one that's super simple and really and kind of quick. Yeah, um, it's
1: a pretty quick game. I think we typically bust this out in 15 to 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, so this is a good one if you're, you know, just wanting a quick play. It's just a deck of cards. You start with a couple of there's only three cards, action cards, event cards, and zombies. Um, you start off with three action cards. And you have to play your action card either for its ability, which will get rid of zombies or let you pass zombie cards off or something, um, or play them for this value printed on them that shows a foot. And that foot um, is movement points, and a person that gets so many movement points has escaped the city, and they get get, uh, points for that. If you draw, so basically you start off with three little action cards, and on your turn you draw a card and play a card. That's it. And you draw a card and you do whatever it is. If it's an action card, you take it into your hand. If it's an event card, you do what it says right away um, and then discard it. And then if you draw a zombie card, you put the zombie in front of you. Um, And when you have so many zombies in front of you, you're considered surrounded and you can't play action cards to escape, but you can still play them to kill zombies and stuff like that. So it's kind of like you're having to swing your way or like chop your way out of the zombies. And then if you get so many more in front of you, like a total number, you're considered eaten and you're out. And then... So there's multiple ways to score points with this. And
1: this is not a co-op game. So if you are surrounded, you are on your own, and people may throw more zombies at you trying to... Yeah,
0: this is like some (laughs) of the action cards pass off the zombies. One of the events cards has everyone take the zombies into their hand, and then everybody, like, you go, you do this twice. Everybody draws a card from the person to their right twice. And then any zombies you have in your hand at that point, you put back down. So it, like... It's called Fog, which is cool because it's a it gets everything, kind of mixes everything up. Um, so the card's totally named appropriately. And you could really wind up in a better position or a much worse position. I, I wound up losing yeah. because the zombies are like, sometimes there's, most of the cards have one zombie. There's a couple that have two zombies and there's like one card in the deck that has three. And I wound up like drawing that triple zombie card. And then on my next turn, I was like, I flipped my card flipped over. It was two card or two zombies, and I already had one in front of me, which that put me at the total for being eaten alive, and I was out. It was like turn three of the game, and I was gone.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And so yeah, this this one is not one that is co op. This is very much like you versus the others. Three quick rounds. Whoever has the most points at the end of the round wins. Um. Is great he, quick game though.
1: You play really nice. And this game is oh, all about—you still are pretty nice. And this game's all about, like, messing with each other and—
0: It depends on who's involved.
1: You're pretty nice. This is—I think you don't mess with other players enough on this one, and that's why you lose this game. But this is another one that's a ton of fun. Um, I think uh, our kids—well, our daughter likes it. Um, I would like to see this game with more players.
0: Yeah, how many can this have? This can have two to five. So that'd be a good solid number. Get five involved and just seeing what kind of chaos can happen. Yeah. Usually, when you get five players involved, it becomes really long or like complicated or something. I don't know. This one might be work pretty well with five. Yeah, it's a Um,
1: pretty quick game with three. I mean, gosh, we we can play it like I said in like fifteen minutes or so.
0: And then, speaking of uh, favorites of some members of the family. And trying to escape a city we had this one here I can't remember if we bought this one or if it you know came in the
1: i think uh, the it came loot. in the blue. but
0: it's called district z totally has some b-movie vibes with like the the photo of the actual person photos and stuff taken um or maybe a stock person maybe a stock photo vibe um but it it sounded real promising because you basically like the board will it's another one that will have a lot of variation the board is always different because you basically have a, a stack of cards that represent city spaces. You fold them face down, da- or you place them face down to make the city. So some cards will be in, some cards won't. You take a player piece and you get like their little, uh, like their, their card to say what they get to do, how many hit points they have. Um, and then you basically all start on like one corner of the board. And on your turn, you move your player to one of the cards. You flip it over. And then if you have to fight zombies, you fight zombies. If you, uh, and then you also have, you have to roll a die to see what happens. It'll tell you how many zombies you fight or if you found an item. Some cards are more dangerous than others. Uh, some may have more zombies than others. Some may not have any. Um, but you're, and you're basically trying to find one of two, two or three uh, preordained items that you fold into the deck. Um, and if you flip that item... You basically have to get to the edge of, edge of the board with that item, and you've won. Um, so it sounds pretty straightforward, but, like, there's all kinds of some wonkiness with it. Because if you draw that card, unless we played this wrong, like, the entire time, if you drew, <laughs> there's which There's
1: possibility. Well, I
0: highly doubt it with this one, because, again, it's really simple. But it's like if you flip that card that's that item, you now have that blank spot on the board, and it just kind of sits there, so there's nothing happening there. Um, a couple of these could have, like, what are considered boss zombies um and if you flip one of those boss zombies you actually put them on the board like a player and you have to roll to see where they go and so they move around the board kind of randomly um it's an, it's one that's pretty tough i mean if you hit hit if you hit one of these boss zombies or you have to fight a bunch of zombies you can die really quick like like one bad card and you're done but this one just i don't know it feels kind of janky to me this one are written. eight
1: players Which I think would be a little.
0: That would be crazy, I think, having like all eight players on the board on this one.
1: Yeah, I don't think you'd want to do.
0: You can also roll against, like, you can ignore players, or you can roll against, uh, you can actually fight the other players if you wind up in the same spot as them. But I don't know. It's just, this is probably one of my least favorite games we have, if I'm being honest. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this one. I it's I just think we have better zombie games out there. Um but yeah,
1: yeah. D- district Z's kind of this is kind of one that we Meh. don't we don't really pull it out.
0: <laughs> Meh. <laughs> it's, but it's it's it definitely exists.
1: Zombies Keep Out.
0: Yeah, this one was this one's gotten multiple plays and still okay. have not won.
1: Twice. We've played it twice. I've
0: played it more than just with well, you. I have other people in my life that I play board games with.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. I've only played it twice and
0: lost both times though.
1: Lost. But the two. last oh, the last one was super close. Oh for two. Whatever.
0: It doesn't matter whether you win by an inch or a mile. I think that's the same for losing.
1: Anyways. It
0: doesn't matter if you lose by a turn or I don't know, something. Anyways. Not my most creative moment.
1: No. Your little
0: description. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, zombies keep out. This one was a little surprise. You're actually goblins in this, trying to fight off zombies. You're not like humans or anything. This one is very has a total like Saturday morning cartoon vibe. Um, big old pool of zombies, which they totally go. It's, it kind of reminds me of Plants vs Zombies.
1: Yes,
0: um, it does. Same kind of cartoony style. Hordes of zombies making their way across a yard toward like your goblin a hideout thing, Uh, you have the different, you have different lanes. um,
1: Columns. Columns.
0: So known as lanes. (laughs) um, They
1: call it columns in certain setups.
0: Columns and rows that will refer to both. (laughs) Um, And so you have like different colors of zombies that will go after different parts of your hideout that are appropriately color coded. You have like creepers, leapers, runners, brutes. Um, Creepers, leapers, runners, brutes. What's the other one? Um, oh, I guess that's it because the the runners take up two of the spots they go after the windows. and so they filter like I you know, like you I just said here, towards various uh, parts of your hideout, depending on their color. Um, and you, as the goblins are trying to build these like goblin appropriate like zany contraptions that help you in various ways. You have barricades on your the parts that the zombies are trying to get to. If the zombies, every time they reach one, they knock one of them out, unless it matches their color, they knock out two. Um, and then if they, uh, knock out all of those. That contraption is ruined. It's gone, um, and you're basically trying to stop them from doing that before you can build three contraptions. And so it it starts off to where you're like, oh, they're just kind of like uh, dripping in here. It's no big deal
1: for like two to three turns. And
0: then it just like start because the if they bunch up in one space, so each of the columns and everything have uh, are circles, and so the zombies work their way up those kind of like spaces on a you know any other game board. And if more than three get into any space, they start pushing, and so they'll they move other zombies up because you can only have three, and it's like that push becomes really bad because they start moving and just crowding in. Um, I love the fact that uh, in, you know in board gaming, there's always the pool, the the item pool, the the token pool for whatever. Well, the, you know they have the zombie pool that all the unused zombies are in, and it's an actual broken like flooded pool, <laughs> like swimming pool on the board. It's just a funny little thing that I liked about it. Um,
1: yeah, the only thing that I don't like is that your bottom row for the zombies to start working up towards your hideout uh, and the pool. It can be hard to separate them, but very quickly they all end up on the board, and so
0: <laughs> yeah. it's a
1: lot more spread out.
0: And this is another one we've had so many close games in. Uh, the last time we played this, we were one card short of winning because uh, on your on your turn you. The zombies are completely AI. This was fully cooperative in this one.
1: Yeah, um, I really like the cooperative in this.
0: The the turn is you draw a, a card called the terrible things. There's a deck of terrible things, and you choose which one of those you want to do. And that's the one thing your uh, your partners do not get to see. They don't get to see which which one you choose. And there's three choices on there of what you want to do. Sometimes it's adding zombies or discarding cards or anything like that. Um, and then on your turn you play a parts card which has three options. You can either tinker, which lets you move one of the tracks for the contraptions along, or you can repair, which will let you add a number of boards to uh, any spot of yours that needs to have another barricade added. Um, and then or you can defend and it'll tell you what colors of zombies you're allowed to knock off the board if you want. And like that's your turn basically. And it's it's very simple, but it's really hard. You have to coordinate as like if you pos- as much as you possibly can. Yeah, um, this
1: is one I'd like to see if it's if it's easier with one more person. We've only played it really with two people. Yeah. So, and this can go up to, how many people can play this again?
0: I think five on this one, too. So, DTD. De- 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 oh, right
1: here. There's a the player count. Right.
0: Uh, oh, six. Yeah. Six on this one. Yeah, So
1: and I would like to see if it is a little bit easier. Um, this has 45 minutes. I think when we play, we're closer to an hour.
0: Yeah, we're definitely closer to an hour. I don't think that's the most accurate on there. Uh, but then again, maybe we just suck at this game. <laughs> and that's why.
1: Well, I mean, I I don't think we have analysis paralysis or anything, but I do think, you know, we we strategize a little bit with it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like this game, and we will continue to play this through the Halloween season <laughs> to see if we can beat this because...
0: One of the other things I like about this game, and we haven't done this yet because um, I could see how this would be awkward for a lot of people. But they do it on purpose because when you're cooperating in a game, you're supposed to be talking to each other, you know, and planning and everything. And when you get bitten in this game, one of the things you can do is get bite tokens <laughs> um, and it'll be on the, the deck of terrible things. It's like, oh, here's like a less here's here's an option that won't add a zombie to the board. It won't uh, do anything like it won't make you discard cards or something, but you have to take a bite token. Um, and once you get back bite tokens, it takes away things that you can do in the game. The first thing it doesn't let you do is tinker, and then you can't trade cards. Or actually, the first thing you can't do is trade cards. Then you can't tinker, uh, then in, and stuff like that. But it also gives directions on how you're allowed to speak at that point. And so, the first bite token, you can you have to slur your words. The second bite token, you can only talk in grunts and grumbles. The sec the third bite token. Like, it's, it's, it gets more and more to where it's, it actually tells you how to communicate. So they're trying to say, hey, here's, in a, way how, here's a way how we're affecting you work cooperating in the game. Um, we haven't done that yet because I can see how that could be awkward, but it's well, still a fun option.
1: I did for, like, two sentences.
0: That's because you drank too much. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: didn't even have anything to drink.
0: <laughs> um, this is one we definitely need to give another try. I had higher hopes for this one. It did feel kind of weird. It's a game called All Things Zombie. I
1: didn't really care for it.
0: Um, the first run through. It's based on a miniatures game, and I can see that feel in this. But they, it's like they shrunk up the the boards to make it more manageable. They did tokens instead of miniatures and stuff. I can totally see how this was a miniatures game. Um, it does seem like uh, it has a little wonkiness in some of the rules. It, it's it's your basic. Uh, it does have a campaign in it that you can play, or you can do it strictly competitively. And against other survivors, and just try to like fight your way out of a setting. Um, but, but it does have like a cool map layout. It does have a, um, a, a, has a feel of some other zombie style games like, uh, Zombie Side and Dead of Winter, where you, you know, you open a building and you have to put so many zombies in there. Uh, the zombies are gonna make their way towards the players and they'll give you goals and stuff, you know, that you have to achieve basically to complete the scenario. And you're just trying to get, um, items and stuff like that to fire back there's it definitely has a different kind of like fighting mechanic for the zombies and everything Uh, it has like decent movement mechanics for them and stuff you know like some zombies move faster than others um but yeah it was just i don't know it played kind of weird like this this one's gonna need a few more go-arounds before i can give a real judgment on it
1: it did not pull me in at all yeah in fact i think i was multitasking a million different things when we were playing
0: We Um, normally have like a no cell phone rule when we play, or I should, I say I do. Um, I try. Whenever we play games, I'm like, cell phones get put away um, because that's just like a dad parent thing to do. It seems like on a bunch of things, but that's how I am with my board games, especially since I'm the one usually learning them and teaching them. And I'm like, are you ready to learn or not? (laughs) Because I love it when I explain rules and then they're like, oh, well, what, so what do we, what about this then? And I'm like, if you hadn't been on your phone. You would know, so I'm gonna let you get eaten by the zombie in this case. Um, But yeah, yeah, we normally have a. Said that to Symphony the other night too. Uh, That's because we had World War Z on because we were playing a zombie game. I also like having on appropriate. I like background noise. I'm just one of those people, Um, and so I like having on. Like I try putting on appropriate shows (laughs) whenever we're playing a game. Um, So like whenever we're playing like Game of Thrones games, you know I put on like the well the most non-sexual Game of Thrones episode I can find.
1: Yeah. Well, this uh, this definitely was not one of my favorites, but I'm also not. The style of a game in general is probably one of my least favorite styles.
0: I'm willing to give it another shot. I don't want to do it with two players, though. I, I want to see how it plays you with have up to six. with more. Um, this is one of those that we haven't tried with, with multiple people yet. Um, I know it sounds like we only play games together, but we really do play a lot of games with other people, I swear. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this is one that I don't know. I I can't. I have to reserve judgment on this one until we give it another try or two. Um, We just kind of crammed a play of this in before this episode because we wanted to have like compare plenty of zombie games. Um, You know, it's not like the art or anything is any is something is anything to write home about. The map layouts are cool. Having a campaign is cool. Um, But yeah, the rules. It wasn't just like oh wow, didn't wow me or anything. Didn't have that wow factor for me. So
1: there wasn't. A lot of action or anything. It was just kind of moving around the board. I don't know. I didn't like it, but I'll try it again. But I didn't like
0: it. Well, if you want action, yes. then you need a game like Zombie Side.
1: Yes. And this is a, a favorite.
0: God, there's so many different Zombie Side games. There's how
1: much we've worn out this box. Uh, yeah, it is pretty good. Oh worn. my gosh, it's like falling yeah. apart. We're have to.
0: <laughs> we are not rebuying. Well, if we do, then somebody else is getting the unpainted figures. Cause, oh yeah, yeah, this is one of those sets that I completely friggin' painted. That wasn't a nightmare at all. Um,
1: yeah. So, so you like to to paint? You paint your was it Warhammer? Yeah. World War Warhammer. Yeah. You paint all of your Warhammer <laughs> figures, and so I can't remember how who who dared you or
0: who. It was our daughter again. Well, actually, when I got this as a gift, and the per, the people that bought it for me were like.
1: Was this my parents?
0: I think so. And it's like, you have to paint this now. And I was like, seriously? Because this has like, God, I don't even know, like like 90 miniatures in it or something. Um, yeah,
1: you did a really good job on them. And We'll have to post a picture. Can we post pictures on, pod- I don't know how podcasts no. work.
0: What? No. We're,
1: <laughs> I don't know this stuff.
0: We're, no, we're going to. I
1: swear I'm hip and cool. <laughs> we're,
0: we are eventually going to have a Facebook page after we get a few more episodes up. Um, and we can post all the pictures we want, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, I, I was supposed to be painting these while my son was in tutoring, and I just went to the board game store down there. And my daughter was supposed to help me paint these and learn how to paint. And after like three figures, she was done.
1: I painted, I think, and the one rest or two.
0: fell on me. I think I painted over that one. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure you
1: did too. <laughs> and uh,
0: but this one is, we don't have the original uh, Zombie Side, the one that takes place in like a mall and all that other stuff. Although they have an expansion that's like a prison and a neighborhood and stuff like that. We have Zombie Side Black Plague, which is cool because it's like a fantasy era zombie. Well, it's supposed to be like medieval era, but they have dwarves and elves, so this is fantasy era, um, or fantasy setting, which is really cool. I like the I like the change of pace on that because most of the ones we've looked at so far have all been you know typical city, uh, modern setting and stuff, and this was a fantasy setting zombie one, which was a lot of fun. Um, and it has the different board sides. It's it does have a story that you follow, but you don't really need to pay attention to it at all. I don't. Yeah, it's just set up the board. Uh, this one is definitely one of those that's about killing as many zombies as you can. They'll come flooding in. We've had games to where this it were that ended in like three or four turns.
1: Yeah, this um, this can like this can either go really good or really really bad very yeah. quick.
0: And the missions are like a total hodgepodge too. I mean, we had one group that was I think six people playing. Um, and it was one of the weirder missions cause the whole idea was to find supplies. And so whenever you go into a building in the map, you have to flip cards for zombies to see what zombies are in there. And then you, uh, anytime you're on a specific section, once per your turn for your section that you're in, you can search and try to find items. And we sp- specifically had to find food and water and that's out of the entire item deck. Like there's a th- big, thick item deck to search through. And so a lot of it was doing that searching and stuff. And we had the people played with us. Are like, oh, we still liked it. And I was like, that's one of the most boring missions that we did. Yeah, um,
1: I don't think they played another ver- another no, round yeah. Of this.
0: And then, uh, which and, is
1: too bad because this is a really good game.
0: Yeah, some of them are just you know like uh, find certain items, uh, find kill certain. And one you have to kill the basically the the abomination zombie, which is like the super zombie that you have to have specific items for. So you have to survive long enough to actually kill this super zombie. So, I mean, it's, it's, there's some interesting setups for them. Um, different players, tons of zombies, because the whole point is, like, there can be all kinds of zombies on the board. Uh, the A neat play mechanic is the necromancers. Whenever they show up, they bring zombies with them. Um, and they always try to get, like, they're total frickin' cowards, because they always try to—they make the quickest exit they can. They get to the nearest exit point, and you have to kill them before then. Because if they do, they lock down where they came in, adding more zombies. um, And they're able to show up again after that. And it's just, so you always got to try to knock them out when they show up, which is a whole different challenge. Um, And yeah, we haven't played the original zombie side, so I don't know how similar it is in comparison. But this is a a little, a nice little change of pace for like, having some miniatures, um, having a little bit of like, Fantasy adventure to it with like your equipment and everything. If you can try to get armor, it's it's not real common to get armor and and stuff like that. So it's really cool when you do.
1: This is heavy, heavy co-op too. Every time we play oh, yeah. this, we always like we always will like do a batch of actions and then go. Okay, where are we going from here? And like, like you
0: have to talk it out. Yeah. For this one, which I
1: really like, I really like that. Um. For the most part, I don't think we ha we we spend too long doing that, but we definitely um I like because that's how my brain works. I like having to think like five, six, seven, eight steps ahead. Um, yeah, i I love this game
0: yeah, and this is it's like heads in, come up with your plan, execute it, and hope nothing goes horribly wrong. and it's come on games, so they have you know all kind of, they they're like high publishing quality, like the board pieces and stuff are super thick cardboard waterproof miniatures are really well done and they're all painted it's like well we're done with the campaign but you can always go back and do other stuff they like you can even go online and get uh either new quests or player created setups oh, can you? yeah and keep oh. playing and playing and playing they have a couple of expansions that. for this one's called uh i think wolfberg that adds uh not a lot of pieces it, it does add like some more cards more weapons and sometimes players.
1: expansions, though, to games, sometimes they enhance it. Sometimes I think they just bring a lot of noise. Yeah. So we'd have to check that out. And we out. have
0: certain ones, actually, the next game we're going to talk about, I feel that way, about the expansion. This one, though, looks pretty good because it basically adds more another quest. It adds a few board pieces, just a couple of new characters, and some different monsters. It's Wolfberg, so it adds, like, wolves and, like, a zombie wolf and stuff. Oh, that might be fun. There's the Green Tide expansion, which is zombie orcs. It's almost like a whole other box itself. It's like you can play that one, like, on its own. It adds, like, whole new zombie sets. It's like zombie orcs and stuff like that with new players and oh, everything. you'd have to yeah. paint that. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> this isn't the only one I've painted. I've, I've painted a couple of sets. I started painting um, our Cthulhu Wars one because those are, like, awesome miniatures. I've painted uh, Quest for—or not Quest for Camelot, God. Um, I've painted our uh, Shadows over Camelot set. Like, I love painting the figures, but it's just only so much time.
1: <laughs> but this one, I think you put—you just put so much time and effort into and the detail in these. And this but again, was bef- I wish that we could post a picture of it or video or something. We will
0: once we get once we get a little bit more expansive, we'll start sharing some more stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um but yeah, this is a good one. And the zombies, it's like if you do tabletop gaming, you know, D and D, Pathfinder, stuff like that, the zombies and even the characters are great for miniatures to use and they're the right size and everything. Yeah. So you can get some reuse out of the miniatures and stuff for sure.
1: This game, however, is not zombie side's not typically a quick game.
0: No, you gotta dedicate some That's time a couple to it. Hours. Um
1: I don't know what game our daughter likes more. Either Zombie Side or the next game, which is Dead of Winter. I don't know which one she likes more, but I really she's don't. obsessed with these two and they are great
0: games. Both of them are and Dead of Winter was actually one our friends introduced us to and we loved it so much we had to buy a copy ourselves. And then we um, introduced
1: our daughter and she's like I want every it's kind of like Monopoly. They have a dead of winter for almost everything, it seems like, nowadays.
0: You mean a Monopoly for everything nowadays?
1: Isn't that what I said? Well, what
0: did I say? I don't know. What did you say? I don't
1: know. I have to go back and listen. <laughs>
0: um, so Gosh. a little behind-the-scenes moment there. Um, but this, this one is, this is an awesome game. I love this game. This one is like the more the merrier with yeah. this game when you're playing it. It's, it looks scary. Because of all the pieces that are in it and the setup and stuff. Like, it'll take up a kitchen table, you know, when you're putting it out. But it's not that hard. Um,
1: it's not, but it, it is overwhelming the first couple times you put it out. Because
0: um, people see it and they're like, oh, my God, what is this? Yeah. Because it's like you're— but this it's is the
1: same stuff over and over again.
0: This game is more like a Walking Dead-style game than, say, Zombie Side or anything. Because the whole point of Dead of Winter is not to actually confront zombies. Like, it can go disastrously wrong just fighting off one zombie in this game. I mean, you basically, you you have the main card set up, which is the warehouse, kind of like your headquarters. This is where your characters start. This is where... um it's
1: the prison in The Walking Dead.
0: In one of the several different storylines, yes. Sure. Um, but you're... <laughs> you're do wa- give me that look. Yeah, uh, I just... I, I don't know. I'm... <laughs> Totally took the steam out of my walk out of that one. Um, so, you, you know, you have your main board, which is where you kind of have your people gather. Um, and you're trying to protect it like zombies are trying to get in and stuff. You, this is like your headquarters. And then you have these smaller card pieces that go out that are different locations. Um, police department, library, gas station, hospital, stuff like that. They all have their own deck of cards because you're going to find, obviously, more medicine and stuff like that at a hospital, medicine and food. Whereas at a police station, you're going to find, you know, more weapons and gasoline and stuff. At a gas station, you're going to find gasoline and foods. And, and libraries, you're going to find, you know, uh, survivors and and books that do things for you. But you'll also probably find some food or something. You'll find a little bit of everything in, in all of the locations, but more of some things than others. Um, and But it's also dead of winter for a reason. It's wintertime. And so whenever you send your survivors out to go do something, you have to roll this die. Um, and if you... Uh, you could get frostbitten, or you could get actual zombie bitten. Um, and so the
1: frostbite's neat though, because that's a whole different aspect. It's got a ticker on it.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of like if you get bitten by, if you get just wounded or hurt or something, that's just a wound that stays with you. If you get frost bitten, it it uh, it it's, deals it's, you damage. It's damage over time yeah. for the for the MMO players. It's dots, more dots, um, and it ticks I off on you. you and you, I know you don't. Uh, that, that's for the others of us out there. So this is, <laughs> it's, it keeps hurting you and your characters don't get a lot of damage. They get like three hits and they're done. Um, and then if you're fighting a zombie, you have to roll that die. And if you get bit, there's, there's no going back. Like your character's dead. Um, if you, and then you have to decide if there's any other players. Cause the other players have, uh, their own group, which is kind of like that, uh, like that Walking Dead feel, you know, there's always, like, the cliques, the other groups they run into. Like, every player has their own group. They start out with, like, two people. And the more survivors you find, the bigger your little group grows, and you're in charge of all those people.
1: Yeah, and I'm not above sacrificing survivors.
0: Not surprised at all.
1: Um, For us to win. I mean, honestly, some of them, they are just obnoxious.
0: What? <laughs> You'll <laughs> sacrifice someone w- to win?
1: I will, in a heartbeat.
0: Uh, well, there is like, you know, you have your own survivors. You can decide what to do with them, go to all these different places or keep them around. You have to juggle these things. You have things.
1: to feed them. You have to. Yeah, feed you have them. to have so much it's food. It's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have to keep the place cleaned up. If garbage piles up, like you, you lose, and you can lose by, by your morality hitting zero. You can lose by the timer, the turn timer hitting zero. You can learn lose by, like, 15 different ways in this yeah, game. Yeah, so you
1: have to be careful on the way that you kill off the survivors because it really hits the morality pretty quickly. And <laughs>
0: every game you have your main mission that you're trying to achieve as a group. Like, you know, every player, not just, you know, the subgroups with the players, but, like, the players themselves have a mission that they're trying to complete overall. Every turn there's a crisis to take care of that you oh, also have to worry about.
1: This has the traitor in it.
0: And each player, this is an optional one, by the way, um, Each player will have a personal goal that they're trying to achieve. Um, Some of those personal goals are betrayer cards, and you're working against the group. And the fun thing is, is this becomes a mini game because the players can opt to try to vote out who they think is a betrayer. And if they kick the betrayer out, the, the person that gets voted out has to reveal whether they're a betrayer or not. If they're not, I mean, they're still booted out but they're trying to achieve their own goal at that point. You don't actually win the game unless everybody completes the big overall group goal and you also complete your personal goal. Sometimes that's just, you know, uh, making sure that there's so many survivors uh, left alive or, you know, you have so much medicine and stuff like that um, in your hand and things like that. Betrayer cards are like get morale down to a certain point. Uh, have so much ammo and guns in your hand compared to other players like all this other like actively works you against the group and if they kick you out and you are the betrayer um you usually have like a subset that you have to do then like all your all your characters all your pieces have to be moved out of the co- out of the uh collective area out of the warehouse and out into those other places which are constantly getting filled up with zombies and so you have your own little subgame there that you're trying to play and there's one game I actually won because you and the other people were a bunch of jerks who voted me out, thought I was the betrayer. I we, wasn't, by the way. We always
1: vote the men out. Um, <laughs> you guys, it's, it's, it's one of the two of you. And the other ultimate betrayer, you know who you are, and we will continue to vote you out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they I got voted out as a betrayer, and I wasn't the betrayer. I believe I I can't remember exactly how it worked, but getting voted out is what made me win. It's like if you get voted out and you're not the betrayer and also this other criteria is met, you automatically win the game. And because of that, I wound up winning the game because I wasn't the betrayer and got voted out and all this. And yeah, so karma is a bitch.
1: That's because the other person was truly the betrayer and fooled all of us. (laughs) We won't fall for it again. Again, you know who you are. We will not fall for it again.
0: But this is, I don't know, if I had to look at all of these. This I think, is such a good one. I think Dead of Winter is my favorite out of all the ones we've looked at.
1: Um, I think, so here's the hard thing for me is I like really quick games. I love this with, with a lot of people. I love this with all of our friends. I love Dead of Winter for that. Um, but, you know, if it's just you and I or just like us with, with our daughter, I like, you know, the tiny epic games or something along yeah. those lines. I like the smaller, quicker games because the bigger games like this are, sometimes can be a little hard, um, you know, finding time and stuff. But I do I do love Dead of Winter. Um, and we always have such a good time when we have our friends over and have a couple of drinks and start yeah. betraying everybody.
0: And this is one that I mentioned before that the expansion just no- adds too much noise. Um. The expansion to this, I can't remember the name of it. We do have it, though. We've we've used it maybe once or twice. Um, it just adds more noise to the game. I like this game as it is in the core set. The expansion, the best thing the expansion added was, like, bandits. Um, it adds, like, a bandit camp location. Sometimes the bandits will show up and make things even harder for you gathering and stuff like that. Um, otherwise, it added, like, these weird, like like, research facility places and, like, these different medicines and stuff that like do different things it's like i just i didn't care for it it added like an intelligent monkey <laughs> to the an intelligent chimp
1: oh yeah our son always um, wants the dog whenever he plays yeah. with us
0: you get you get the you have there's tons of different survivors in here and one of them is actually a dog and the great thing about the dog is he's pretty much immune to being bit it's like he can get wounded and die, but because he's a dog, you know, he outmaneuvers and doesn't can't get like fully bitten or whatever.
1: And then there's a worthless Santa. That, and there, but the ugh. cool
0: the cool thing about the Santa, he's a mall Santa. Cool thing about the mall Santa is that if you kill him, if he dies, normally when you lose a character, if a character gets bitten or they uh, they die from wounds or whatever, um, your morale goes down, which can cost you the game if that happens too much. The mall Santa, if he dies, no matter what happens, if the mall Santa, no matter what reason, if the mall Santa dies, your morale goes up. It's it's hilarious. That's
1: because he's really annoying. He cannot do anything. He's, <laughs> he's almost like a survivor. He's just helpless. And you're like, okay, you can't go out into the cold because you're going to get frostbite. You can't fight a zombie because you're going to get bitten. Like, you can't even seem to open a can of soup to feed everybody. <laughs> like, he's just worthless.
0: But this is definitely, I'd say this is my favorite. Yeah, um,
1: it's it's definitely, again, I think it just depends on if I want, like, a longer game or a shorter game. But I would agree, Dead of Winter is just so good.
0: And there's there's one game in this stack here that we didn't discuss because we actually haven't played it yet. And I want to learn how to play it. Once we do, we'll, you know, let, us, let you know what we think. It's called uh, Diplomacy of the Dead, and, or Zombie State, Diplomacy yeah. of the Dead. And it's like a war game. Um, you know, like your typical war game style, but with zombies. And so it's, I, I want to know how that works out. Cause it's like worldwide, like the world reacting and like you play a certain area of the world, either North America or South America or Asia or Europe, like you kind of pick a continent that you're an allied continent that you're doing and stuff. And it's, it's like a war game with a zombie element. So I really want to see what that's like. And we'll update you on that one. Um, The next time around, uh, we're going to try to get another episode up before I am off to a convention. Um, Is Since it's still October, we're going to try to do horror games. Otherwise, um, we hope you enjoyed our zombies episode. Let's try a zombie one more time. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I can't with you right now. So next up, we're going to talk about horror games. We hope you enjoyed hearing about some of these zombie games and want to go out and try them, buy them, whatever, whatever have you. We'll see you later, everyone. Bye. Bye. (laughs) The Hello Meeple's Podcast. That's all for now.